Okay, I am going to date myself on today's episode, but I have to share that I literally remember the day when Facebook became a thing and my college didn't have access to it. Yes, yes, it used to come out and colleges had to give you access to Facebook. I also remember working at a company that had a very stringent social media policy that would be laughable nowadays. I remember life before social media, but I know that because of it, we are all forever changed. Some may say good, some may say not so good. I'm not sure my opinion, honestly. (laughs) But I know we are changed because it's changed how we connect with people. It's changed how we promote our offerings. And authors, you can't escape that even if you try. So are you ready to get social? I'm ready to teach you how. Today, we are talking the social dilemma. Let's dive in. Hey, I'm Stephanie Fager, and Empower is my middle name. Well, not really, but I'm thinking it should be. I believe that empowered people empower people, and I'm obsessed with empowering you, the nonfiction author, with impactful marketing strategies to help you take your important message and share it with those who desperately need it and want it and will buy it. That's the most important part. I'm the owner and chief strategist of the Empower PR Group and the author of three books myself, including my new book, Make Your Author Impact sell more books, increase your reach, and achieve your why. I have been called to merge my love for reading books and writing books and marketing books to help nonfiction authors with laser-focused strategies and tactics to write books that sell, promote books to those who need and want them most, and build meaningful businesses from empowering messages. Think of this as your one-stop shop for marketing insights from an author who has been there, done that, and understands exactly where you are. So get your pins ready because I am ready to empower you. This is the Empowered Author Podcast. Okay, so I remember when I started working in the marketing field, social media was completely foreign as a concept in business. Facebook had just launched, yes, couple of years prior when I was in college and the rest of the world was trying to figure out what it meant to poke another person on the platform. Ooh, (laughs) and why anyone would care about learning what someone else was doing right that very moment. I remember literally having deep conversations with my husband about why would anybody want to update a status? Oh my gosh. And it's something we do on the daily, right? Businesses at that time did not have Facebook pages, much the less news feeds and stories and highlights and reels. None of that was even possible or even available to do so yet. So this organization that I worked for was less worried about being visible on social and they were more worried about creating a culture within the confines of their control where social media was a faux pas and they weren't alone. Almost every company had a social media policy much like this where they set parameters around social media engagement, especially while employees were at work and they definitely did not want you talking about your upcoming events, upcoming business efforts or offerings on the platforms either. I remember having to have detailed conversations with my team for being too visible and for engaging and sharing. Yes, I had to kind of pull them back a little bit. It's crazy thinking about it now because so much has changed since then. In fact, many businesses and organizations nowadays actually have an expectation that their team members and themselves are social, that they're visible, that they engage with potential and current clients on a plethora of social media platforms, you know, because it's become a way to spread the word, to garner visibility and to make meaningful connections for organizations, for business owners, for authors, for entrepreneurs, for everyone. So outside of just the general terms of how 
overwhelming and disturbing it is that in our connected world, we're actually more disconnected than we ever have been. Social media touches on the fact that personally, we are faced with a dilemma on how we engage with this world and how social media shapes that. But it's also proof that if you want people to see you, to know you, to engage with you, to buy from you, you likely have to have a social media presence. Okay, but where should you be? How much time should you spend? What is worth your personal and financial investment? While all of us are faced with a more personal social dilemma, how to not allow the algorithms to impact our lives, authors and authorpreneurs are faced with a social dilemma too. Where in the world should they be and how should they be engaging? And today we are unpacking that. So I want to walk you through my personal approach to utilizing social media to achieve your goals. And I want to start with how I share social media broadly with others I get the chance to work with. I'd love to share with you my top three insights that I share with all of my clients as they seek to develop and build their social media platform. My first tip is this, engaging on social without any strategy is like jumping into a pond without a life jacket and you can't swim. That is not fun. Nobody wants to do that. No one wants to doggy paddle for their life. And the reality is, is you shouldn't be doing that either when it comes to social. The unfortunate reality is that this answer though, isn't a cookie cutter one. And quite frankly, the answer on how you engage and build a social media strategy will vary from author to author, business to business, person to person, based on a multitude of different factors. So that said, as with everything in business and everything in the authorpreneur business, you really need to have a strategy to be most effective. So that's where I want to start today. I want you to ask yourself a couple of questions. First question, why do you want to be on social media anyway? Really, why? What's your reasoning to do so? Knowing your purpose can help guide you to which platform may be the best fit to meet your overarching business and authorpreneur goals. Because not all social media platforms are created equally. In fact, many have different goals themselves. So knowing your goals and aligning them with the platform's goals might be the recipe for social media success. The other thing you want to be aware of is where does your audience live? (laughs) Which social platforms do your target readers engage most on? Which brings me to the first key part of your social media strategy, and that is knowing who you are wanting to reach. Yes. I know we say this a lot on the podcast, but the reality is, is you need to know your target reader, your target audience. Now, many authors believe that their book or their authorpreneur offerings make sense for everyone. And while it may, I'm a believer because I've seen success in this, that when you are unapologetically focused on a handful of target audiences, you can tailor your investment in time and resources to be present where you need to be and provide the right content that is most relevant and impactful to your overarching goals. To go big, you have to go small. To make the largest impact, you need to know your niche. So as you sit down to create your social media strategy, pull out a marker board, pull out a remarkable, my new favorite tool, pull out a notebook, whatever you want, and jot down some of your key target readers or clients. And as you're doing that, ask yourself these questions. What is their demographic info? Do they skew younger or older? What do you know about them? What are their interests and behaviors? Do they follow certain groups or do they like to live their life through images? How do they like to receive information? Do they search for it when they want it? 
seeking bite-sized nuggets, or do they look for professional insights on the regular? Knowing all of this can influence your strategy and therefore guide you to the social media platforms you should be most present on. All right, tip number two. When you are starting out, it is easier to juggle a few balls than try to juggle more than your hands could ever hold at once, which means what, two, (laughs) if that? Not all marketers agree with me on what I'm about to say, but I believe that this is overwhelmingly true and I know it impacts not just what you can accomplish, but how your followers perceive you. Sure, you can create social media accounts on every platform out there. I know many authors who do, but if you aren't engaging on them, you could actually do more harm than good. The last thing you want is a reader to go looking for you somewhere and see a platform, a handle that has been vacant and not engaged on for years. So instead of trying to be visible everywhere, I want you to have purposeful visibility somewhere. Choose a few select and purposeful social media platforms to be on and create a meaningful strategic approach to each. Build your following on those platforms and engage with your potential and current readers and clients in ways that will deepen their connection with you. That's what social media is great at. It's engagement and conversation. Use that to your advantage. And once you have a high level of comfortability on these particular platforms, knowing how to use them, how to engage best, and how to manage your resources accordingly, then you can reevaluate if you should add a new social media platform to the mix. So where do you start? You may be asking, Stephanie, great. Thank you for giving me the freedom. I can breathe now. Do a breath with me. (sighs) Right? I don't have to be everywhere. I just have to be in the right places. But where do I start? Well, my answer goes back to the first tip. If you know your target audience and where and how they're utilizing social media to search, to validate, and to engage with authors and entrepreneurs, that will be your North Star. If they utilize social media to search for solutions to their problems, well, you may want to begin your visibility on YouTube or Pinterest, which are two social media platforms that are actually search engines, right? Pretty cool. If they are to utilize social media to validate a business before purchasing from it, well, you might want to begin your visibility on LinkedIn or Instagram, two very different platforms, but they both have strong brand building components. Now, if they utilize social media as a platform to engage with businesses, you may want to start on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn as people go there to then be more engaged overall with these platforms. So start by ensuring what your infrastructure looks like on these platforms, whichever ones that you choose. And no matter where you begin, it's really critical that your overall brand is interconnected. When I talk about infrastructure, I am talking about your foundation, your profile, Is your author brand strong? Is your visual part of your author brand and your messaging part in alignment? Your visibility on LinkedIn should align with that on Facebook and your website and everywhere in between. So from messaging to brand identity, you want to be consistent on all fronts. My third tip for you is this. It's always about them. But when it comes to social media, it's about you too. So before you dive in, I want you to take inventory on the time and resources that you are willing to devote to building your social media presence and engaging on the platforms accordingly. Are you planning to manage your social media engagement yourself? Well, great, you can. And if so, know that to be most effective, you must be visible. 
and being visible requires time. So how much time are you willing to give daily, weekly, or monthly to plan your content and your graphics and your engagement and execute accordingly? Now, rest assured when I talk about this, there are more people than I could ever count that are available to help you with this if you'd like. Social media content strategists and digital business managers can help you create effective strategies and build out meaningful content for you. I mean, they can even execute on posting content for you, but it still requires an investment. For this part, it might be a financial investment to build the team, and it could still be a time investment to ensure that your presence is authentic and meaningful to you. And don't ever let somebody say that they will engage on your behalf when somebody makes a comment, you should be the one following back up. You are your best promoter. So how much are you willing to invest both in time and with your financial resources? But this particular tip goes beyond just posting. Actually, if we take a couple steps backwards, it's also about engaging and posting engaging content too. So do you have a plan for that? Here are some points to consider. Before posting, have a plan. Social isn't really the strategy. It's a tactic to the overarching strategy. So what are you wanting to do and how are you going to get there? So the Empower PR group, for instance, we help authors create content pillars to ensure that every post has purpose to their overarching business strategy. I also want you to think smarter, not harder. How can you maximize your content for inbound marketing efforts? How can you take one piece of content and suck all the amazing sweet lemonade from it and create multiple social media posts accordingly? Social is also meant to be social. So if you are on it, but you're not engaging with people who are engaging with you, that's a problem. And the algorithms, they will notice. So don't do that. write posts, post them, and engage with those who engage with you. Finally, be sure to find the them, the target audience, your target readers, and engage with them. Where are they? Are you connecting with them? And how are you beginning a conversation? Yes, you may be faced with a dilemma, a social one. Many of us are, especially authors. In a sea of endless marketing options, it can feel overwhelming as to where to start and what to put your energy into. When I chat with most authors, the first thing they tell me proudly is all the social media platforms they're on, which is proof in my book that we think social is the way to go. And it may be, but it may not be too. So today, walking through my three tips, I hope you're left with a new way of looking at social as a whole. Do you need to be there? Probably. Do you need to be everywhere? Probably not. The rest of the season, we will be diving deep into my favorite social media platforms, and I will uncover my tips to best utilize what that platform has to offer. In the meantime, here are two things I want you to do. First off, we have a handy tool that will help you this season. If you visit empowerprgroup.com slash social media, you can download the author's guide to the social dilemma, where you can follow along, take notes, and uncover how you are going to tackle social media. Secondly, we are here to help truly. In fact, social media is a specialty of ours. We love offering what we call digital presence audits, where we take a deep dive look at what you're doing and figure out ways to best optimize and elevate, as well as helping authors update their social media infrastructures, create content pillars, create a social plan, and we even love developing graphics and social content accordingly. If you could use that help, reach out. If you go to empowerprgroup.com social media, you can learn more about our offerings and how we might be able to help you. Author, friend, thank you so much for listening.
listening today. And if you enjoyed it, I would love it if you would rate and review us. It'd be great. And also thank you for saying yes to becoming empowered. As you know, I'm truly a believer that empowered people empower people. And I love on this podcast, the opportunity I get to empower you. Now, the next step is what you do with it. I am charging you to now take what you've learned and take what you do and take your message and empower others. 